even though it is the worst podcast I have ever heard. the smarky geeks i am frankie Farrow de jesus and i am the throne breaker john toriano <laughs> we both went with that yeah and uh you're listening to episode 116 uh contact information as always you can reach the show at wobowa.thesmarkygeeks.com uh no hotline number little update i updated on my solo show but there is no hotline number anymore uh but if you go to our anchor page or the link that follows this uh, thread on Facebook, you can leave us voicemail messages directly to the website using your phone or whatever. Um, please do so. Be part of the show. Ask us questions, comments, reviews, whatever you want. Uh, subscribe to us or whatever podcast cast you use. Just subscribe uh, by searching Frankie. No, I'm sorry. The Smarky Geeks or Smarky Geeks will be the first ones that show up. Subscribe to us on our Twitters at Smarky Geeks at Frankie DeJesus. At the John Turiano. Subscribe to us on our Facebook group and like our like page. And uh, just when you're on the Facebook group, don't be a gimmick. It's not, it's just, you know, yeah. Act like you've been here before, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> subscribe to our Instagram at the Smarky Geeks. That's the only inside joke. And uh, not so much, really. Well, but if, <laughs> if, if you're if you if you're on a Facebook page regularly, that's an inside joke. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're on the Facebook page, it's an insult. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. And, uh, and uh, as always, let's get on with the show. Yeah. What's up, boo? How you been? What's up? A little disappointed. Why? That I spent money on the wrestling. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about it real quick. But you had a little review on your solo. So yeah. You got more. You got more feelings. I can no, tell. Yeah, a little bit. I can tell. So you open came, up. This you is the first up. time you've been here since I got the game. Since yeah. we both got the game. Yeah. And we, for years, since 2012, we've been playing Universe. Yeah. Every year we set up our our, our little... Our little fed. Our own online. Right. Online. Our own digital fed. Right. And yeah. we always have fun with it. Yeah. And every year they update the games. We're always... We, for the most part, every year we're like, oh, it was, it was definitely an upgrade. Yeah. So when this game came out, I was hesitant to order it. You remember I was hesitant. I only ended up doing it because you ordered it. I'm like, fuck it, I'll order it. And I did get the game. I got the game early because when you pre-order, you get it early. And I remember saying, I think I told you from the day I got it, I'm like, not feeling it. There was too much about the game I didn't like. I'm, I'm going to do a solo show. I'm going to get into like the specifics of what I like and don't like about the game. Mm. But so you came anyway. So fast forward, you came. You came down today. We set up. We set up our little universe. I played it. I one of my biggest problems with the game was the camera angle. Yeah. It was too low. I kind of solved that for myself by you by turning the panning on. Yeah. So I kind I kind of solved that problem. Too many other things about the game I don't like. And you don't get what I get. Like you're not you're not seeing my point of it. 
Because I, I think what I am is adaptable. Like, I can adapt to the different rules. So long as that's all I'm playing, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, but go ahead, continue. continue. But my problem with the game is more the way I described it to you and the way I described it on my soul and the way I'm going to describe, keep describing it feels like a fighting game. It's punch your opponent until you can't get up anymore. Reversal, punch your opponent, reversal. That's what, to me, that's what the game is start, it's feeling like. Yeah. Oh, Brad Hodgson showed up. Yeah, he made a little appearance. You, you can't hear him though. What are we watching? Oh, we're watching the March Hit, Mark Hitchcock Memorial Show Yeah, from, from WrestleMania uh, Weekend. Yeah. We're going to get into a bunch of these shows when we get to, when we actually start talking about wrestling. It's just like, if it, there's no, like, after the game was over, where you were relaxing because you, you're hurt, I played a good game on 2K19. Because I had to check something else anyway. And when you play 19, you, even you said, it looks different. It looks like, it's, it game's a little bit slower. Like, the two, one of my problems with 2K22, it kind of just, it moves a little too fast. And you can't, like, you know, like, you go right from one move to the other. All that's a lot of g- weird glitches in it. Right. Like, Every game has that. Yeah, we downloaded... 19 has that. Yeah, but you downloaded that belt. We downloaded okay. one of our belts. Yeah. And it came out with nothing. Yeah. And a couple moves, like... I mean, there were a couple of good things that it did, but, like, one, move, one part of the game we're playing, I'm outside the ring. All you have to do is land on me from the top rope. Mm-hmm. And you missed, for some reason. Yeah. That made no sense. Well, that's more of a simulation. You know, that happens in real life, man. Yeah, but I didn't move. <laughs> like it's not like I got it away. I, I, was... I miss. I he misaimed. <laughs> I guess. That's the way I could kayfabe it. Like I missed. Like whoops. <laughs> but it just feels like it's too. Even the creator wrestler, which I noticed, does that mean him? Mm-hmm. Um, like when I use PCO, he doesn't look. As good as Brock did. And he looks like a creative character. Well, that's more of the the creator's fault than anything else. Like, if I guess. If you look at Dre41 stuff or Defrac, those look good. I believe this was her first match. Oh, since she since, came back. Yeah. Since, since WWE let it go? Because you can see her just super fucking happy during the match. That, that she's back. Yeah. yeah. Even then, she had this big smile on her face. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, that, not to say the game is not fun. It is. We had a good time. For the most part. It just doesn't feel as, I guess, fluid is the right word. I guess, it doesn't feel like a sim- the simulation that 2K19 felt like. One of the things I hate is people say, oh, it's better on online especially. Oh, it's better than 2K20. That's not really... That's setting the bar really low. But the thing is, the reason why they say that is because... Because of 2K20. Like, was the, the expectation was whether this was going to be as good or, or as bad, or rather, as 2K20 was. Right, but the problem is saying it's, it's better than 2K20. Again, it's setting the bar really low. The real question is, it's better than 2K19. That's okay, look at that guy. I uh, up. Uh, See how, like, he doesn't let go of her and stuff like that? He's, he looks like a jerk-off anyway. He's a heckler guy. He looks like a dick. We're talking about a fan that was in the crowd of the March Hitchcock show. So, <clears throat> again, we'll keep playing it for now because we don't have a choice because mm-hmm. you're not going to go back to 19. 
Yeah, I can't. I can't do two different. Well, games. you can. You just don't want to. No, I can't. I can't you, do two different like uh, game. Uh, game, you know, gameplays at once, man. You just don't want to. You can't, dude. You just don't want to. No way. The only things you have to change differently are your finishers and reversals. Okay. Yeah. Once you That's play one, or two, once you get one or two matches in, you you'll get back to it. Then when you go one your game one match, you'll be right back to it. No. You'll adapt. No, no, no. You'll adapt. No, 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 no. You'll adapt. No. So you're going to ruin our thing we've had going for almost 10 years now because you don't want to adapt? You adapt to this one. But it's not to me. It's not. I don't have the enthusiasm for our universe the way I did in 19. Like, I don't have that, like, oh, my God, I can't wait to, you know, we have so many great storylines going on in 19. Our own little world. A little world. A little fed. Our little section of the universe. Our little multiverse. Yeah. That it's just doesn't... Like... like I like a lot of things... I'll get into it. I like a lot of things the game does. The gameplay mm. is what I don't like. Mm. So you're going to seriously think about it. I'll try. Like I said, I will like you come down. I'll let you get one match by yourself against the computer. Dude, that's Just, not gonna help. No, because well, <laughs> once you do it once match by yourself, you're gonna it's all gonna come come back. No, <laughs> we played the game, dude. We played the game for four years. I know, but I'm now officially inoculated with 2K22. Oh my god! And I, you told me I can't adapt. You can't adapt. I can't un readapt. <laughs> I can't go backwards. I think you could. I can only go forward. Palante. Siempre I think you, I think you can do it. <laughs> oh my Latinos know that. I think you can do it, <laughs> and I, I think you'll you won't regret it if you do it. <laughs> We're not recording next week, so think about it. Yeah. So, uh, so a big weekend. Yes. Wrestling weekend, wrestling wise. Uh, something called WrestleMania. Mania, something like that. Found Mania, Mania. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just went to long. Um, <laughs> we extended that joke. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, so, yeah, big weekend as always. Every uh, year, WrestleMania weekend is uh, it's a big weekend for wrestling. Uh, all the indie shows do shows, um, you know, coattailing around WrestleMania. And uh, it's usually a fun time. Yeah, because, you know, even if you don't have tickets to WrestleMania, yeah. you can still go to wherever the city is. You can partake in, like, the access events and stuff. Yeah. You still catch a lot of wrestling. Yeah. And uh, I remember a few years ago when they were in New York, that was my one regret, that we didn't even think of that. I know. You know, they were in New York, and they had all these events happening in New York, and, and we didn't even think about, yo, we can go to a fucking you know, a AAA show in New York. And it's like a legit triple-A show, not right. like a triple-A with Evolve or some shit like that. It's right. triple-A running a show in New York. That would have been fucking awesome. You know, progress yeah. in New York. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. Which, go- which we ended up seeing anyway. Yeah, yeah. But it, but the, the, the thing is, it's, it's, it's WrestleMania weekend, you know? Right. And you would, go, I, personally, I wouldn't go to like Hog during WrestleMania week. I wouldn't go to Ring of Honor or stuff like that. I would rather go to... Progress or AAA or new, the New Japan show or that would be happening in New York, you know, because odds are I would never go to those shows in their given states or countries, you know. Right. But now they're here in New York, and we had an opportunity. I never, I just didn't think about it. That makes me angry. Um, but 
anyway and it's used I believe it's called the path of greatness you know all these different um, indie shows to go to and you, you choose so some of them happen at the same time GCW with the collective they have a bunch of shows you know the Joey Janela Spring Breaks two Bloodsport uh, Black Label Pro a whole bunch of them uh, and then you got the Russell Khan uh, stuff which is one of them we're watching is the Mark Hitchcock show uh, Memorial show which was great um, you know, of course you got Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor which almost didn't happen um, and, uh, and and other things and then of course you got the showcase of the Immortals Wrestlemania plus you had the NXT show Stand and Deliver Stand- you had Impacts did the Multiverse of Matches yeah well, that that was part of uh, WrestleCon the oh, impact, right. uh, impact anyway. Um, but yeah, uh, NXT and, and whatnot, and then of course, Showcase Immortals. Right. And uh, so let's go over. Let's we're just gonna it's just gonna be. There were a lot of shows. There were yeah, I think I meant there were like fifty-seven show. shows. So when, and we didn't watch them all. Of course not. Yeah. We just we just don't have the. the, the I really was good. thinking about getting the collective special that's on a fight. Um. But I was like, there's a lot of shows I'm probably not gonna want to watch. <laughs> right. So I just I just did a a la carte type of situation. Right. I just so picked you the shorts to yeah. watch. Uh, the first one. Well, well, what do you got? I'm sorry. Uh, Barnet Bloodsport Eight. Yeah, that was the first one. You on watched Thursday. It? I watched it. It's a great show. I want the only match I want. I think I mentioned it on my solo. I wanted to see Josh Barnett and Jonah, mm-hmm. and I wanted to see Minoru Suzuki against Chris Dickinson. Yeah, that was great. Um. We're not going to go match to match. No, not, no, we don't need no. the time for that. But uh, definitely watch Bloodsport. Bloodsport was a lot of fun. It's always a lot of fun. I love Bloodsport and the idea of Bloodsport, which is basically shoot fighting. Right. Shoot wrestling. Um, and uh, Did yeah. you watch Triple A show? No, I didn't get to watch that. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm just jumping around a little bit. Just like a fucking bunch of wrestling out there. You watch the MLW or no? Or was it even on, on TV? Imitation Games? Yeah. yeah. I believe one or two of them were, because there's two of them. Um, this was when I was Thursday. I didn't watch, uh, I'm too, 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 I didn't watch any of them. But, um, but I do believe there was Imitation Games, and then there was the Azteca Underground one. I see GCW had the Control Your Narrative had their show. Yeah, I didn't bother with that show. Nah, like, um, <laughs> so we did all the Spring Break 1 and 2. Yeah, I heard there was it was a mess. Uh, which is Why was it a mess? I, it, like, it, it's a, it's George Janela. <laughs> it's like it, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, what's that term they use for indie shows? Uh, it's a mud show. You know, it's like, it, it's, it's really a mud show, you know? Um, so things like, and also PCO couldn't show up for, I think the night two or whatever, because he got injured in the impact show. So the Mike Bailey, I'm not sure if they replaced him, gave Mike Bailey another opponent. I'm not sure. But, on um, what we're watching right now is the Mark Hitchcock show. Mark Hitchcock show. It's like there's a lot of good matches on here. It, yeah, it's it was an awesome show. This came out of nowhere for me when I was when I did my review of the Path to Greatness during our solo episodes, which you can still listen to if you want to care what we thought about what happened this weekend, what was going to happen rather. Um, this one I was one I was really looking forward to, and I'm happy it turned out great because if you looked at the card, like it's an awesome card. Right? Yeah, it really is. And uh, it really turned out to be that fucking awesome. You were watching Athena versus Mia Yim, which was a great match. Before this, we saw Mike Bailey and Bandito, which was a great match. Um, uh, who else? I, you got Biff Busick versus Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, Biff this. Busick. 
Uh, the former Orny Lorcan. Um, you have the Briscoes versus Homicide and Loki. I think that was the main event. That was the main event, yes. You have Tomohiro Ishii against Thatcher. Yeah, that wasn't the best match. Really? Um, yeah, I wasn't feeling it. It was good. It wasn't like a sleeper or anything like that. I wasn't falling asleep on it. But it, I wasn't impressed with that match against the other shows. Minoru, um, uh, Ishii does have a great match later on during yeah, the weekend. Yes, yes. Um, but this wasn't it. We also had Ace Austin, Black Taurus, Josh Alexander versus Michael Oku, Ray Horace, and Laredo Kid. Yeah, great fun th- uh, trios match. There. And you had Team on- Oniata versus Team PCO. Oh, Onita. Onita. Uh, yeah, Team Onita. Onita, the deathmatch legend guy. Um, and versus PCO. That one was just a fun, crazy match. There was a bunch of weird ass uh, wrestlers. Jimmy Wang Yang, they brought back. And they got. Uh, um, Enzo was there. Uh, I forgot who else. There were a bunch of fucking wrestlers that came. Coco Cabana was one of them. Um, yeah, it was just a bunch of wrestlers that were just there. It was just random. On Beach's team, though. You know? Yeah. PCO's team was random. Onita's team was random. It was just a, just a fun romp. All right. Oh, let's keep going. Friday night. That was, that was like the highlights of Thursday night. Yeah. Just based on what I was looking at. And uh, for Thursday, I would say the super, the Hitchcock Memorial Show was the highlight of okay. that night, for sure. Oh, we had Zicky Dice's Trouble in Paradise 2 on Friday. It. Didn't watch it, but I did want to. It just sounded like it was going to be dumb fun, but yeah. I didn't get to watch it. Mike Bailey, another one. Mike Bailey had eight, eight matches over the weekend. Yeah, that dude was uh, one of the MVPs of the yeah. weekend. Um, Doing the same spot. Like, there's this one spot that he does where he's against the ropes, wrestler opponent comes running at him he jumps up on the top rope while the wrestler goes through the ropes and then does a moonsault onto the guy onto the ground right he is putting his life in that man's hands and he does it throughout the fucking weekend like with eight fucking opponents like this guy put his life into eight people's hands throughout the week fucking weekend that was that dude's crazy but he was uh, an MVP. He was MVP. Say, we had For the Culture right, put on a show. That I watched. How was it? Uh, not so great. It, it was fine. Uh, I was curious about it because it had um, Big Swole versus Tasha Steeles for the Impact title. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why. I felt like, wow, maybe. What if they put the title on Big Swole and Big Swole becomes an Impact you know, yeah. thing? But I, I don't know why I thought that could happen. Like they they never usually do that during these things, like big title changes. But um, but it didn't happen, and the match was wasn't that good. It started off good, but then it just, just fell apart, and I was like, oh, okay. Right. Tasha Steels is great though. Yes. Um. So my first show that I watched. Oh, also the, the Black Label Pro. I'm sorry, Get for it. the culture rather. Um, had the Hitmakers. You know who the Hitmakers are? No. Hit Row. Oh, okay. They're out there now, but they're calling themselves the Hitmakers with a Z. Okay. And it's B-Fab, the, the, the big guy. I forgot their names already. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the other guy. Um, But yeah, they were there. Ashante <laughs> uh, uh, Diodonis. Ashante Diodonis. I'm not sure what they're calling themselves now, though, but Ashante Diodonis, B-Fab, and what was the big guy's name? I don't remember. Fuck. Anyway. Let's keep, anyway. keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Yes. So the first one that I watched, I didn't watch in order they came out. The first one was New Japan Lone Star Shootout. New Japan Pro Wrestling. That was a really good show. 
I feel like he didn't put his best foot forward, as in like interest, you know? Right. Like look at that card. Like it, like it wasn't really like a big interest card. Who did Ishii fight in this card? Do you have the card? Yes, I'm looking at. Um, he fought um Chris Dickinson. Yeah, that was a great match. Yeah, so that was a great match. Jay White, Mike Bailey was good. That was really good. Um, the six man tag, I really, I really, didn't, the eight man tag, I really didn't care about. It was Juice Robinson, David Finley, Kevin Nett, and Daniel Garcia. Oh, it was fun. A couple Daniel of Daniel Garcia over as fuck. I'm guessing that the guys that came out in just black tights mm-hmm. were Young Lions. Some of them, yeah. A couple of wrestlers came out. Just I think Ke- I think Kevin Knight, maybe one other one guy from the other team came out in just black trunks and. Tights. Yeah, I think they're Young Lions for the strong show, though. Right. The, the American for show. the yeah for the LA Dojo. Yeah. Um. Ren oh. Narado, what? Yeah, I'm sorry, you're getting to it actually. Go ahead. Ren Narado, Ricky Romero wasn't bad. Uh, Narita. Ren- Narita, it wasn't bad. It was. I thought it was a great match. Uh, Narita was one of the young lions, but he's graduated. Yeah, they, they mentioned that during um, the show. And so he's getting a win, and he got a win over, um, Rocky, what's his face? Rocky Romero. Rocky Romero. And yeah, I, I love uh, Ren Narita. The thing I love about the young lions, I've been watching New Japan for years. And I've, you know, I've seen this guy go from a kid to, like, this guy who's, like, being compared to, um, oh, God, I can't remember his name, but the, the guy who almost died fighting Okada, uh, who's he's the trainer in, in the, what the fuck is his name? Anyway, anyway, uh, Cassio Shibata, you know, like, he's being compared to Shibata now, like, I like seeing the growth of these guys, and, and when, they, when they go from Young Lion to Star, same thing with Jay White, like, I saw him go from Young Lion. Literally called Young Lion when he was in America yeah. in R.H. And then now he's Jay White. <laughs> Can I say something real quick? We're watching this Athena versus me. Mm-hmm. Athena looks like she got in really good shape. When she first came back after an injury at NXT, she looked kind of out of shape a little bit. Yeah, because she couldn't do right. that many Right, she looked like she got back in shape. Mm-hmm. She looks really good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, Kill Cross, Minori Suzuki was a good match. That was good. You could tell Cross just was loving it. He just loved doing what he's doing. He just loves what he does. And also just love... He's getting his ass kicked by Minoru Suzuki. Yeah. Who would not want to do that? You know? Right. And, and he's the type of guy. He, he's awesome. That was... That was I Let really me tell you one thing. It's funny, like... Before he signed with Impact... Um, NXT when he was with Impact, before that... Like, they did interviews with him. And you could see his personality was coming out a little bit. Like, he showed his real personality on interviews. When he left NXT, he did a he did the Renee Renee yeah, yeah. interview with him and Scarlett. Yeah. That interview was awesome. Yeah, it's adorable. Him they, together, really, we had mentioned when it first happened. They are adorable together. Yeah. They are a really cute couple together. And then there's this thing online with him with Chris Van Lent. Uh, it was a. I saw. I think I saw some of yeah. that. And I, I all I saw was a clip of him doing the 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 voice of Ace Ace Ventura. Of Jesse, Jesse Ventura. Ventura. Yes. Like, the guy's adorable. Why is he, he not a face? He has... <laughs> and we tell you, he has such a personality. Yeah. For you, you wouldn't think so. He has such an outgoing personality. You know, so like, I don't believe that rumor of him now. Like, remember that there was a rumor of him being, like, a legit hitman? I don't think No. Really? I can't believe it. Like, the dude's so cool. He, he's, he's, like, he, an adorable guy. I want to know this guy. He's almost too cool for school. Yeah. Like, he just... He's a guy that you just want to hang out with a little bit. It feels like he, he would, like, be cool with us just hanging around, like, doing stupid, like, fucking voices and shit of wrestlers and shit, like, just joking around, you know? And, and, and even Scarlet, like, 
I mean, you knew she was probably a sweetheart anyway, yeah. but you see it now. Like they, they talk about their marriage before, how he proposed to her, and like and like he the story he told when he was coming back from a road trip, and the only thing she wanted was a candy. And he's like, I gotta get it. She asked for one thing. He went to like four different stores to find yeah, it. Yeah. The whole story was adorable. I don't know if you guys noticed, but we've become a Killer Cross stands podcast. We really have. <laughs> and I remember we we was talking about his character. I remember an interview where the reason he shaved his head. Because that's what all, like, in a movie, that's what all serial killers did. And he thought it added to his character, Killer Cross. Yeah. But he, it seemed like he got away from that a little bit. I figured he, the first thing he would have done was shave his head when he went back to the Indians. Because yeah. I remember he grew his hair out because... He, he kind of got his, like, um, Donovan gimmick going on now. Like, like he's, he's still a hitman, but he's, like, the hitman that, it, like, the mafia would hire, you know? Right. I remember when WWE was preparing to repackage him a little bit, which is one of the reasons he grew his hair out and everything. And they had tape, they, they had tape stuff for it and everything. If I remember correctly, and then they let him go. Yeah, I'm surprised he, he's keeping that look. It actually works for him. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, he. I'm just glad that he he's happy. He looks like he's happy as hell doing what he's doing. All right. Um, we had the main event with Blake Christensen, Blake Christian against Jonah. Yeah, Jonah's another guy who's really taken his game to another level since leaving. Yeah, he's awesome. All right, so we had Blake watching. Christian, another MVP of the night. Yeah, the yeah, he, yeah. He, yeah he, I've he been a fan of his since Impact. Yeah, but he's been all over the place this weekend. Yeah. All right, the first big show of the weekend, the ROH Supercard of Honor. Woo! It was good. Fucking awesome! That shit was fucking awesome. And uh, um, match of the year candidate for me is FTR against the Briscoes. Yep, definitely. That match was like the, the first match of the weekend that felt important, big. Yeah, <laughs> and it was it was fucking awesome. And um, yeah, definitely a match of the year contender for me. Um, what was the first match? Um, official match. Th- th- there's no there's no order here. Oh, go over it. Just go over it. Um, Jay Lethal and Lee Moriarty was good. Yeah, that was a great match. Uh, very storytelling here where he was, he kept getting frustrated. Kept getting frustrated. Kept getting frustrated. And then it, it, it he blew up. And then he, he he did the low blow and he told the story. And then uh, Sanjay Dutt would come out to stop him and, and take him back. And then the, the I thought the commentary team were fucking awesome. Uh, Rick Cabani and um, I always forget the other guy's name. Um, I know you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, but that guy, like, he, they were awesome and they really got the story. Oh, Sanjay and Jay Lethal are fucking friends and they've been friends for years. So that's why it makes sense for him to be here and taking Jay Lethal out of here. And they and, and it was awesome. And then it will play into the story later. Um, what else we got? What else we got? What a, which show was it? Oh, it was... um. Hold on. Yeah, so... All right, what else? We got Alex Zane versus Swerve. That was that was the start. That was the first match. That was a good match. Um, if I had a start, I'd give it three and a half. It was really good. Um, also, Tully Blanchett introduced his new, newest client, which is Brian Cage. Yeah. He and also... He, I think during the, the during pre-show... The, yeah, like a tag team. Yeah, team. the... the oh, I forgot what they call them. Yeah. But they're two Samoans-looking guys. Yeah. Khan and some other guy. 
Um, Dude, he's th- a, it's a fucking beefy fucking faction he got himself there. Yeah. Um, during this match, he fought some guy named Ninja Mac, I think. Yeah, he's really cool. And at one point, the commentator guy, he, 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 Ninja Mac, he's like, Ninja, please. Oh, yeah. I legit laughed out loud at that. Um, That's why I wanted to make sure I remember where it was. That line, Ninja, please. <laughs> like, dude, like that is awesome. Yeah, Ninja Mac was in the Bloodsport as well, Bloodsport Eight, and uh, but he took off his mask for it because Bloodsport's about you know not about that shit. Right. He took off his mask and he had a great match with a guy named Yoya. Um, but yeah, Ninja Mac, don't sleep on Ninja Mac. Like he's he's cool. I, I like that dude. Um, we also had the Pure Championship. Wheelie Uta defeated Josh Woods. Yeah, this was interesting. Um, Wheelie Uta, Uta is. I'm assuming he's just going to be in the group now. The I mean, I, I don't know how much you've been watching AEW. Not be keeping up with it. But you know the the Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah. Uh, with um, Moxley and uh, Danielson, and one of the, the young recruits that they had their eye on is this guy Wheelie Uta. Now he's the pure wrestling championship for Ring of Honor. I'm assuming he's just going to be right in now because he, he's proven himself. And if you watch how he played this match, he basically did everything that Danielson did to him, to um, to his opponent, um, Josh Woods. You know, the the elbow strikes and shit like that, the lockups, the switch up into different lockups. He's, he, he's basically learned from Danielson. And I think that's the story they're telling. You know? Now, another thing, another match that happened on his car, it's not on here, which when I... It raised a lot of eyebrows with me. I think I talked about it when we were doing the um somewhere I talked about it on Facebook. Mercedes Martinez beat Willow for the interim Ring of Honor Women's Championship. Yeah. Why was it interim? Because Diana Peraza was who hadn't been booked on the show yet was booked to another show, so she wasn't doing two shows. Yeah. Why make it a why make it interim champion? Your champion is still a champion. She's not like in COVID protocols what happened with um, Bendito and Grisham. She was booked to another show. Why did you have to, why did you make it a number one contenders match? To give people what they want. You still get... You it, still, it, it's it's a championship match. Now, now you... I, I, a, I, don't, I, I don't like it. it it's definitely it a makes Tony Khan move. Well, yeah, there he set a precedent for it, so why not just keep up with it? Yeah, but the problem is now the thing the last is also time, it makes on, that match on. important. The last time he did that was because Cody was in COVID protocol. Mm-hmm. I didn't agree with it then either, but okay, no, I didn't like it either. But I, I don't. Agree. He has a precedent. I don't, and that was the thing we said too. Like, if he's gonna be doing this, he has to keep doing it, right? I, and I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't like the fact that. And I will say this: when you get to the Impact show, Deanna Peraza does address it. But I don't like it. It, 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 just, it just didn't feel right somehow because she's she's in the, she's not wrestling for your Ring of Honor because she wasn't booked in time. Yeah. But why put why make an interim champion? You have two champions because now? Because Khan wanted all the championships to be represented yeah, in his first show. Whatever. I, I don't, I don't, I, what do you mean whatever? That's the, that's the situation. You're right. That's why he didn't. I think, I think it was a bullshit thing to do. It would be personally. bullshit not to have the women's title represented. So he had it represented. But the real women's team, my problem is, the women's champion wasn't there. Basically, it's a fake title. Because the woman, the, 
Diana Perrazzo is the Ring of Honor Women's Champion. You're putting the belt on Mercedes Martinez is fine, or you gave them, you gave the fans what they wanted, quote unquote, with a championship match. But you, but that was that's she's not the real champion. Doesn't matter. You give the fans what they want. What the fans would have wanted Diana Perrazzo as champion. No, they wanted a championship match. It was promised. They couldn't do it. So he made good. Whatever. That's it. Whatever. I, I know you it's love. To, I know you love Tony Khan, but no, no, dude, no. This isn't a fucking opinion. This is fact. I know why there he did a, it. There but was. That, there was no. There was. She was supposed to be on the show, but the overbooking shit happened. So he gave the fans. It's called a make good. It's called. You. It's called stupid. No. The truth. It, 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 it's the, not. It, it. Did it work? It worked. Okay. It made that pan, that match important. That's all that matters. You gotta work the crowd. The crowd thinks this match is important and it's fucking important. The match That's was it. good, but I thought the making it for the interim championship was dumb. Yeah. Anyway. The match was good. I like the match. Um, I like Willow Nightingale. I hope she gets signed somewhere or, or if they are doing any type of ROH stuff. She's like the faces. She's like the baby faciest of baby faces. Willow Nightingale. You know? If you, especially if you, if you watch her pre-tape and stuff like that. No, I didn't. Um, She's the door. She's more Bailey than Bailey, um, and uh, and then I made mean, it. I Mercedes mean, Martinez is good. This was a good match, but towards the end, you can tell um, Willow Nightingale kind of did like a shoot senton on her or some shit, and took all the air out of Mercedes for a second there. Right. Uh, but it turns out she's fine because they did like a press conference. Um, but what else? What other matches? Yeah. Um, we had the, oh the main the, oh, which should have been the main event. Briscoe's FTR. Yeah, this was awesome. FTR won the, the Ring of Honor World Tag Belts from the Briscoes. Four and three quarters. Uh, it's just fucking awesome. It's just, I, I will say this, though. I know, you, I know you're going to say something. I'm going to say it anyway. Right. I find it odd that the two Ring of Honor, two AEW guys that were in title matches won the titles. Why is that odd? Tony I, Khan owns it. That's what I'm saying. Why so, is he going to want people who don't work for him to have his titles? So I'm a little worried about what Ring of Honor is going to become. Well, that that's in the future. Let's let's focus on this, and then we'll we'll talk about that. Not today, though. No, we'll do it real quick. And um, um in the main event, Jonathan Grisham defeated Bandito to unify the world, the two titles. Yeah, I actually f- went to sleep before this match because I was just cra- I just crashed mm-hmm. halfway through this match. I just went to bed. I I was exhausted. Yeah, it was a great match. Uh, I love Grisham. Um, and I have, oh, I say not on the show, but I love um Bandito, uh, except for his finisher, um. <laughs> That twenty one plex makes no sense. You saw it. Like, come on, yeah. it makes no sense. Um, but uh, yeah, this was a great match. This felt important, and um, there was a unification for these two titles. Uh, you know, I have high hopes for Gresham in this new direction. Um, but yeah. Now I'm curious where Gresham is going to appear because he's been appearing in Impact for a while now, like yeah, on and off. Well, that was the pre tape stuff. Um, but he's part of this new Ring of Honor. So. Right, but he also has a match schedule for this Thursday coming up on Impact, which was taped after this. Yeah. So I'm curious. Anyway. So the next big show was that... Well, what, what were your thoughts about the Ring of Honor, though? It, the show was good. No, 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 but the, the, the after. The, oh, I don't know. I mean, I think I talked about it on the Facebook page. I want Ring of Honor to be its own entity. What Let, does that mean? Like, remember when WWE bought WCW and everybody wanted WWE to keep WCW going as its own promotion? Mm-hmm. And that ended up not happening. He just got rid of WCW. 
I want Ring of Honor to continue on its own promotion. When it's champions, I don't want. Well, I don't want Ring of Honor to turn into developmental fight AEW. We, I want Ring of Honor to be its own thing. We'll see because, like in the press conference, he's talked about, like he he's gonna be in talks with Time Warner, and he hopes that Time Warner was pleased with what they saw here. Kind of basically saying like, hope maybe getting this Ring of Honor on a TV deal, you know, put it on True TV, whatever other channel that Time Warner has, you know, and um, so it seems like it's gonna be another show. But I don't um, want it to. I don't want it to be another AEW show. I want Ring of Honor to be its own thing, with its own storylines, booked booked like Ring of Honor used to. I want it to be Ring of Honor, maybe with a little money behind it now. But I want it to be AEW's lot roster is big enough that they mm-hmm. can send a bunch of the talent over to Ring of Honor, and have it be Ring of Honor talent. Yeah. I mean that's gonna be up to Tony because uh, Tony Khan. Um, I don't mean to be so formal, but uh. Because, like, what... Like, think about it. Like, if he runs a Ring of Honor show in New York. Name, I don't know. Hammerstein. Hammerstein. Ring of Honor does, let's say, 500 seats. Like, sold. Tickets sold. Right? If he does it an AEW show, it's 1,000 seats sold or more. You know? Sold out. You know? So, that's, like, the... Diff, like if you think about it, name wise, like why would he do the Ring of Honor show? But then you also got to think about like, well maybe if he just puts stars on it and book it right, yeah, it'll do a thousand. Right, right? he hasn't he has enough people. We talked about it on yeah. the Facebook page. And he just went crazy signing all this talent. Mm-hmm. Put a bunch like Andrade. He's kind of floating around right now. They have no real purpose for him right now. He's kind of floating around a little bit. Make him one of your stars of Ring of Honor. Adam Cole and Red Dragon have a history with Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Put them, make them the face of Ring of Honor. There's but, a history there. But again, like the, I don't think he'll put all his big stars there. He hasn't even look. Like say, Adam Cole is a big star. He can't. Yeah, he's but not he, gonna put him down there. But the problem he's not is, gonna be seen the problem there. is, he has Adam Cole, Red Dragon. Okay, Adam Cole's a big star. He also has John Moxley there. He also has Kenny Omega. He has Daniel Bryan. He has CM Punk. He could send Adam Cole over to. Ring of Honor, he still has enough star power on AEW. Now, I'm not saying that he's going to miss them on AEW. It's just that the reason you bought, like, Adam Cole or whoever, or pay them the, the money you pay them is so they can be stars on your big show. The Ring of Honor is not being seen by anyone. Right, I'm saying when Ring of Honor gets on its feet, though, and say they get a TV deal... Yeah, then that you makes mean, more sense. That's yeah. what I'm talking. I'm not talking about yeah. right now. I'm talking about when they get a TV deal, when yeah. they're on national TV week to week to week. Yeah. Send some of your big stars. Let them just be like private party who we're fans of. Yeah, are kind of just kind of not really doing anything in AEW because they kind of get buried because AEW does have a lot of talent. Pri- send private party over to Ring of Honor. They could be a top team in Ring of Honor. Yeah, when Jurassic Express loses the tag belts, maybe send them over. You got two. Go- you have two good tag teams over there. Plus, you sent Redray and three great tag teams over there. And AEW still has enough tag teams, enough talent hmm. that they could they won't miss a beat. I'm curious as to like what are there going to be Ring of Honor contracts? You know, because he like we didn't talk about it, but um, Samoa Joe showed up at the end, right? Um, because after Gresham won, Jay Lethal came out to confront him to be the next title challenger, and there was a fight going on, and then 
So when Joe came out, and um, he got the All Eat graphic, you know, and then Willow Yuta, who just became the Pure Champion, also got the All Eat graphic, you know. So are they going to be getting Ring of Honor contracts, or are they just going to be another AEW contracts? Right. You know, like what's that situation? You know. And you could defend the Ring of Honor belts in AEW. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of questions that have to be answered. I mean, I have faith in Tony Khan to do it, right? Oh, um, why not? Like he's he's done AEW right. Yeah, but now you but now you. Uh, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> what now? What now? What? We'll talk about it later. What now? What? No, I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not doing it. Now what? I think I historically what's what? What do you got? What do you got? <sighs> AW has, I said it before, they have too much talent. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I understand. I understand. You, you got these issues with the talent and stuff like that. I don't like, the problem. No, no, no. I, let, I, me, I let, let me finish. Play. Let me finish. I understand you have the, the issue with the the buying, the uh, consoling all the talent that they've been getting, or whatever. But, but where have they failed that you feel like there's a historical thing that's going to happen that they're going to fail Ring of Honor? I mean, the question. If you watched, um. AEW this week, Tony Storm debuted. Yeah. Did she qualify for the Owen, the Owen Cup? Right. Big hype about Tony Storm's here. What's she going to do? Another big signing. Where the fuck is Ruby Soho? Where's Ruby Soho? She was signed. She showed up at the Battle Royal the, 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 that she was going to be a big star for them. Where's Ruby Soho? Where's Ruby Soho? I don't know. They, they got to answer that. That's a question, but I can't say that they're not using her because they don't want to use her. She's probably gonna be in the fucking uh, going art thing. I the problem, the problem is you sign all this talent. See, that's why I'm thinking I like the Ring of Honor thing because you can send up some of your, you can send up a bunch of talent. But my question there. was like, what's where's the historical thing where you feel like they're prob- probably gonna fail? Because like, I didn't say the way you make fail. it sound is as if there's I a just, historical I, thing like this is that a, they always fail. Like like if this was run by WWE, I just don't know. Which could have been. They could have bought Ring of Honor. Smoke Joe was pushed for it. Yeah, he was. He, he was. He he pushed for it. Yeah, and you know they would have just fucked everything up with Ring of Honor. You know, we're gonna talk about WWE too because I got something to say about that. I just don't. It, it just seems like Tony Khan. I, I said it when it happened. I think Tony Khan. I feel like Tony Khan bought Ring of Honor for the tape library only. Not only. I uh, I feel that. Otherwise, I, then that would have been all he bought. But he bought everything. He could have just bought the tape library and been done with it. But he bought everything, hook, line, and sinker, except for talent, because they never, there, there was no contracts for talent. You know? But he bought their equipment. He bought the the licensing. He, he you know, whatever deals they had. The only reason why Ring of Honor continued, he continued with the Ring of Honor show, is because they already had the deals set in place to do that show. So, you know? so it was already think, booked. So that's my point. What if this show wasn't set up? Hmm? What if it was after this? He might have just dissolved Ring of Honor altogether. I don't think so because he respects the history. Again, why would he buy everything and 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 not just buy the library if that's all he cared about? Because Tony Khan wants he's one of those guys that want he wants to be like Vince McMahon. He wants control of everything, which is fine. That's the way you should do. Where's the the the, the proof of that? I don't understand where that come from. Johnny Russell kind of I, I I saw that. And I, I was I wanted to wait till you were done talking. I'm like that's hilarious. Um. He wants the title, like you know. He, he maybe he doesn't want Ring of Honor to restart. He want 
He wanted the tape library. He bought everything with it. You know, yeah. I, I, I have the money. I'm like, they kid in the key. Sometimes they kid in the yeah. in a toy store. I want everything. I'm going to buy everything. But he I'm, has said that he's going to try to keep it as a, a, a its own promotion. Like it's going to be run that way. We shall see. That's all I'm going to say. Is we shall see. But yeah, but but that's the point. I'm trying to say, like, where is the the negative vibe coming from? As if he's failed ever. <laughs> you know. Like he, he bought in one night revitalized Ring of Honor. Like well, let's people be fair. Care. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's be fair about this. Before Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor started going downhill at the Supercard. Yeah. But before that, Ring of Honor created stars. Before that, let's well, not. Let's well, where not. were they? Bef- you know now. You know. You know they they were going to sinker well before. And the let's be and let's pandemic. be fair and let's be fair about this. The reason Ring of Honor. Ended up where they are is because of AEW in the first place. Think about it. No, dude. Yes. That's the dumbest thing. No, it's not. It's because of it is. The first ring, the first AEW show was under Ring of Honor's... And? Yeah, and then all of a sudden, Ring of Honor... AEW took all... The, ring of Honor got worse after AEW was formed. They're not... They, they went downhill after AEW was formed. How's that AEW's fault? That makes no sense. I'm not blaming it. I'm not saying... You just said it was a- because of AEW. <laughs> I'm not saying the, the two things are connected. Okay. Ring of Honor's downfall and AEW's fault. Are like, why should AEW care? You know whose fault it is? It was whoever was in charge of Ring of Honor. Because Ring of Honor did not want to take on the challenge. AEW did. You know? They didn't want to go against Vince. Ring of Honor wasn't going to do that. They didn't want to. Tony Khan came in and said, fuck that. I'm going against them. And he made a, a legit competition show. And won. So, yeah, he beat... Um, no, no, let me start it. He beat NXT, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, NXT. now... Oh, now it's just, oh, it's just NXT. Back then, during the Wednesday War, oh, it's the, it's the, it's the legit fucking uh, it roster. It it's the been. legit roster. But now that they lost, you, you fucking fell for their narrative. That's what WWE is trying to tell you. Like, well, they just beat WWE. NXT is just our developmental. Blah, blah, blah. Because WWE treated like this. I, we even said it. We even said it for years. Shit. AW, y'all WWE around. treated AEW. Y'all doing mental NXT gymnastics like to come over this shit. Whatever. WWE won. They fucking kicked their ass. And then, fucking, uh, what the fuck was it? The the Friday night half hour war beat their ass. You know? They keep winning. Yeah. And then it's like, stop WWE just, just, just stop sold $78,000. Just sold, just sold a 78000 78,000 people in an arena for WrestleMania. What's that have to do with this? The problem is everybody's saying WWE is dead. No one's saying WWE is dead. Of course not. They made a billion dollars last year. It had nothing to do with this. No one's saying WWE is dead. But AEW beat them in the Wednesday War. They beat them in the Half Hour Friday War. You know? They're constantly outselling them in arenas, especially New York, where that should be WWE's headquarters. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but the Ring of Honor thing. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, six months, we'll see where, where we are in six months. But I have faith. Like, it, it's, it's under Tony Khan. He respects the history. He respects the history of these wrestlers. He got Samoa Joe to be a part of this. You know, like he obviously respects the history here, so I think it, it it's gonna go well, um, and I, I'm 
fucking excited for the, the future that I was here. Okay. Um, there was something else I wanted to say about Ring of Honor. But what, what else? What, what's next? The next up show was the Impact. Multiverse of matches. Yeah, this was a lot of fun this and really actually was. good. There was like one match there that was like another. I wouldn't say end of the year contender, but it was definitely up there. On the was Bailey here? Yeah, Bailey, yeah, Bailey and, and uh, Jay White. Oh, I'm sorry, Shelly. Sorry, Shelly. Um, yeah, this was a great fight. That was a great fucking match. So let's go through the card. We'll start from the. Um, I'm going to jump around a little bit. We had Chelsea Green and Matt Cardona versus Mickey James and Nick Aldis. Uh, husband and wife versus husband and wife. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Um, Josh Alexander and Jonah defeated Moose and PCO. And when Moose just walked away from the ring because yeah. he didn't want to get near Josh Alexander because they got their title match coming up. Yeah. Um, we had Alex Shelley, Mike Bailey. It was a great match. Like great I said, match, yeah. Not matching their candidate, but it was definitely up there. Yeah. We had Ultimate X for the X Division title. Trey Miguel, Chris Bay, Vincent, Rich Swan, Willie Mack, and Jordan Grace. A lot of fun. Really well, short but a lot of fun. Yeah, I felt like the for Ultimate X match that you know they hang the thing the yeah. the title up in the X thing. I felt like it was a bit shorter than usual. Like they could have just jumped up and grabbed it and pulled it down. I felt. I gotta you know, look at it. I felt like it wasn't as high as it should could have been. I don't. I'm not saying it was low. Probably because of the arena too. Maybe. Maybe I think where yeah, it was. Where they were at. It was here. You um, see how, how low the ceiling is. Yeah. Um, we had um, Jordan, Deanna Pirazzo, the real Ring of Honor World Ch- Women's Champion. Mm-hmm. And all, as well as the AAA Rihanna Champion. Triple A. Triple A. I don't know why I said that. Because <laughs> I looked at AAA and like, my head didn't process Triple <laughs> A. Defeated, what was her name? Fabi uh, Apache. Yes. Uh, she's great. I it, was like a good, it was a good match. It was a good match. And it makes sense because they have a feud, those two going on. And... Uh, it was good. I liked it a lot. And after the match, Taya Valkyrie, who we're watching right now, returned to challenge Deanna for the AAA title. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. What's well, also the the title... Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about the FTR versus Young Bucks. Because um, Young Bucks appeared on the Ring of Honor thing. Right, they appeared at the end. Yeah, but... Uh, FTR and, and Young Bucks are going to have their second match on Dynamite coming up soon. And it's going to be for the Ring of Honor and the... And the AAA. But not... Yeah. It's, so it's both titles. I forgot it. But not that. I I thought I thought both the women's titles here were going to be on the line with Martinez. Right. But I, I, I was mixing things up. Never mind. Sorry. Okay. You're forgiven. Thank you. Um, next up, we have Chris Sabin defeated Jay White. Chris Sabin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then um, Macklin comes, and there's like a big hoo This was also the first time Jay White lost, lost in since Impact. Coming, since coming to America, too. Yeah. Nothing's uh, coming to Impact. Yeah. yeah. And uh, this was great. I like Jay Lethal on Impact. Like, I feel like he fits, like, American TV so much. Um, you mean Jay White. What did I say? Jay, Jay I said Jay Lethal, didn't I? Yeah, I meant Jay White. All right, next up, we had Eddie, Eddie Edwards, Tomohiro Ishii. This was great. It was. That was a great match. I forgot about it until you said it. I th- yeah, that was a great match. Those two really fucking just. And I like the, the shit fact that Eddie Edwards represented Noah. Oh, yeah. Because he didn't want to represent Impact because they failed him. So I like that they kept that going. You know what Impact needs to do? What? Keep giving Eddie Edwards the fucking mic. Yeah, he's good on it. He mic. just explains shit. And it just makes it, everything makes sense. It took him a while to get there. Like when yeah. he first started talking on the mic a lot, you're like, ooh. But he worked at it and he got better. Uh, what was that, that that promo after he turned 
and and he was explaining why he joined the yeah. Ring of Honor. It, like he, that he whole ma- promo was great. Yeah, he, and he just made everything make sense. It like, it, like it worked. It made it worked. Yeah. Like yeah. And now Oof. this this promo when he was talking about Noah and why he's representing Noah instead of Impact, I'm like, yeah, this makes sense because when I saw it, I was like, why is he representing Noah? I mean, I know he re- he wrestled it. I'm like, did he join them again or some shit like that? But he explained it. Why? Yeah, he did I was it. like, this this dude just makes sense. Give him a mic and he'll make everything make sense. Send them WWE and then I'm sure everything will make sense. Yeah. <laughs> and next up, we had the Good Brothers defeated the Briscoes thanks to some Bullet Club shenanigans. Yeah, yeah, that was alright. This is where you can see like uh, Jay Briscoe like all taped up and shit because yeah. he was ble- bleeding like a pig on the on the Ring of Honor show. You know what's funny about Impact when during COVID they became half of the show was like skits. Because mm-hmm. they didn't have a lot of wrestlers there. It was still empty arena. Even when other places were starting, like, were starting to put people in the crowd somewhere. Mm-hmm. And they did a lot of skits backstage. The backstage stuff that wasn't skits still looked produced. Like weird. Mm-hmm. Last six months or so, they've gotten so much better at the backstage stuff. They got rid of mostly all the skit stuff they're doing. NXT took over on all that. Yeah, yeah. They've but- gotten so much better at it. Yeah, like I, like even before the pandemic, that's what they were. It was all skits with the, the demon world shit, right. And all that shit. It was all, it was all. That's all well before the pandemic. And they've turned it around. Yeah, it started with uh, Kenny Omega, like when he first became their champion, and things just started because they they needed to fit AEW. Right. So they started slowly but surely. I, I'm glad they didn't like just flush it down the toilet. Because then it would have been too jarring of a change, you know? But slowly but surely, they yeah, started yeah. getting rid of it, you know? I was like, yeah. Which is how, which is what NXT should have did with bringing in the young talent. We're not talking about that yeah, now. Yeah. They just went from one to the other. Yeah. We're gonna talk, I got to think about NXT. We're going to get to that. Okay. Um, but yeah, Impact Show, if you didn't notice, Impact Show was a bunch of different promotions represented. Yeah, yeah. The multiverse of matches. Yeah. You had Ring of Honor, you had Noah, you had New Japan, you had AAA... All over the place. All right. Um, so Saturday was Joe Jones Spring Break 2. Did you watch that? No. Spring Break 6. Uh, no, I didn't watch any of the Spring Breaks. Okay. Um, and the first, next big show was NXT Stand in the Loop. It wasn't horrible. No, it wasn't trash. It wasn't trash at all. But... Couple surprises. Oh um, Tommaso Ciampa lost to Tony D'Angelo. I think we saw that coming because he pretty much pretty much shotgun that he was leaving. Yeah. It was still a good match. He did the right thing and Triple H came out at the end to, you know, say his goodbye. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you say it like he did the right thing and stuff. Uh, but, no, you always do the right thing. You, you always put the guy over on I know, but out. the thing is, is Tony Daniel was fine and all, but he's had like 12 matches, right? Like, right. he's not ready. No, he's not. And Half I, of the NXT talent isn't ready. But they're on my TV. Yeah. Right. He should be in NXT and in developmental for at least a year. Right. He should have like 130 matches under their belt. You know? But here he is beating Champa for fuck's sake. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, whatever. But I thought the match was not bad. Uh, three and a half, I give it. it was, I, I'll go three. I mean, Tommaso, Tommaso carried that match. Yeah. Um, we had LA Knight, Gunther. Yeah. Oh, you talked about the Triple H thing? He came out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came out, yeah. During commercial. 
which was weird. Yeah. Because if you paid the non-commercial thing for Peacock, you would have seen it happen. But since I didn't pay... Yeah. Uh, So we missed it. (laughs) But they showed it. They would have showed it afterwards, but it would have been cool to see it live, you know? Yeah. It was a nice little scene. Um, Gunther defeated LA Knight. Gunther lost a lot of weight. Yeah. He looks good. Yeah, he looks but he good. doesn't look as intimidating as he used to look. Yeah. I didn't like this match. I didn't either. He's, like, Walter is gone. Yeah. Like, Walter is dead. Until he, until the WWE fires and he goes back to Walter. He used to be, like, the final boss. Yeah. And now, like, all that mystique of Walter is gone. Yeah. And this was more of that, like... Yeah. Sorry. Continue. Next up, we had the North American Championship match in the ladder match. Carmella Hayes, Santos Escobar, Sola Sokia, Grayson Waller, Sola Sokia. and Cameron Grimes. Uh, this was fun. It was. Yeah, I enjoyed this more. Cameron Grimes got that got power bombed over the top of the off the top of the ladder to, into the ladder. Yeah, that spot looked like it hurt. Yeah, I was or like, Damn. there was that Waller spot where he went to do the elbow. Yes, into the ladder. So I was like, did he just kill him? Yeah. <laughs> I thought he. I think like, he really break something. Like how how worked were those ladders, yeah? <laughs> yeah, no shit. Uh, but yeah, it was fine. Um, three and a half. Three and a half, yeah. Um, NXT Tag Championship. Um, Imperium, Three, right, three right? Brothers, yeah. and MSK. MSK won the belts. This was good. Um, I'm shocked by this. I thought they were gonna put on the Creed Brothers. They put on MSK. I thought they were gonna give it to the Creed Brothers. I have a feeling we're gonna talk about it when we get when we're done with the card. Yeah, yeah but that, that shocked the hell out of me that they put the belt on MSK. I, I mean, I don't know if MSK is gonna be going to the main roster anytime soon. Um, they don't fit what they're looking for. You know? Right. Um, the Creed brothers, they may just just bring them up, even though they're not ready either. No, God, they're not. Um, Jeez. And uh, Imperium is awesome. They're, they're more than ready. I think Imperium, if any of these teams are ready, it's Imperium. Right. They're fucking awesome. Um, but, uh, yeah. All right, next up, we have the NXT Women's Championship. Mandy Rose, Cora Jade, Io Shirai, and Kaylee Ray. <laughs> yeah. I didn't care for it. <laughs> I didn't either. This is, uh, I don't understand how or why this match happened. It's a good thing Cora Jade is cute. And Io Shirai's cute man. It's a good thing, because that's all that match was. We got to see them. The match itself was garbage. Yeah, I guess. At least. I don't know. This was disappointing. I didn't like it. In the main event, Dolph Ziggler defend, successfully defended against Braun Breaker. Good match. It was. And I'm surprised they didn't give back to Braun Breaker. I, I, he's probably main roster bound. You know? So what I was going to say was... So they kept the belt on Mandy Rose, the women's belt. They kept, which they redesigned the women's title. Oh, yeah. They rainbowed it up a little bit. Yeah. They kept the NXT belt on Dolph Ziggler, and they gave the tag belts to MSK. I feel like they're shifting away from all, trying to put all the new, the belt on all the new talent. I feel like they're, they're going to make it so the established talent is going to carry the show now. And they're going to and slowly do the young talent. Well, they only did that once with Braun Breaker. Right, but I feel like they, this would have been the opportunity to maybe put the Women's Championship on Cora Jade. This would have been the opportunity to maybe put the tag belts on the Creed Brothers. I just... 
they would have been mistakes. <laughs> like, you know, if they did that, like, because they're horrible. Right. And the Creed Brothers, not so much. I, I, I don't mean to be so harsh on them. But Cora Jade is. Yeah. Sucks. Because I think she's cute. You know? And uh, she's a bad character, and I, I don't want that on my TV anymore. Um, I want half an NXT on my TV, please. But, uh, you know, NXT has become, like, raw to me. Remember what yeah, Raw yeah, was? Yeah, I, I don't even watch NXT anymore. Like, it's just keeping on as background. Like, I walk away from it. I used to never walk away. I know I used to talk shit, you know, during the Wednesday war and all. I would come here and talk shit because I was being super analytical about shit, you know? That was the whole point, you know? Analyze the show against each other, right? You know? But I loved NXT, okay? I watched it right after AW. I was watching wrestling from 8 to 12, and I loved it, Okay? I, I now it's on Tuesday, so I can watch it at eight o'clock. At least that. But there are times I walk away, and I and, and I go play with my kids, or whatever, and I forget to come back, and I don't feel bad, you know. Like it's, I'm like, uh, whatever. I'll, I'll catch the highlights or some shit, you know. Or I'll finish it in the next hour later. Oh, you know, it's just, I, I miss it, you know. You know, yeah. it's like that song. You don't know what you got till it's gone. Exactly. Don't know what you got till it's gone. And what's funny, I, I, I go on YouTube once in a while, like I watched the Ricochet Adam Cole match from TakeOver Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Match was so good. Yeah. That match was so good. And like, yeah. everything about NXT back then was so good. Yeah, and that's what I said during the preview, my preview. When I talked about this show, I was like, you know, this isn't a TakeOver, but it, it's essentially a TakeOver. You know, and what, what did we always say? About takeover, they always deliver. Yeah, they always deliver. Never bet against a takeover. Until you know, even if you don't care about the card, the card could be shit. But when the takeover happens, it's the best fucking thing, you know. And then now it's not takeover anymore. So no. it's, it's whatever it is. It didn't even feel like a takeover. You know, it felt like raw. You know. Yeah. Like it didn't even have the colors of NX, the rainbow colors of NXT. What was next? Um, so now, WrestleMania. Oh, joy. I'm joking. All right, so it opened up with, the, um, for the SmackDown Tag Championship, was the Usos defeated Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. I think I This match ended, ended quickly because Rick Boogs legit got hurt. Yeah. During there was one scene where he had one of the Usos on his shoulders and was standing up. I think the other Uso jumped on too. I think the plan was Rick Boogs was to carry them both. They show yeah. how strong he was. Yeah. His knee buckled. Yeah. Into that, he had turned quad. So the match kind of quad, went to... Uh, once, one report is a quad. The other said it's uh, the torn patella. Either uh, way, he needs he, surgery. It's going to take a long time for him to come so back. So that match ended abruptly. Yeah. So the match might have ended differently. It might have got better near the end. We'll never know now. I don't care. I wasn't caring for it. No, I wasn't either. I was like, eh. It was fucked up. Like, I thought it might have been a work. Because... I think, we, I think everybody did. Because that was part of the story early on, like that he was faking right. a knee injury. So I'm thinking like, oh, he's faking it again, or now it's real, but it's still working out type of thing. You know, and maybe they'll get the win that way, like the the fighting faces. This match was actually fun. I'm sorry. The the do your dishes match? Yeah. Yeah. Is it me and a tiny box or get hotter since she left WWE? She's always been hot to me. Yeah, but I didn't like the Frankie Monet character. Maybe that was it, but she looks damn. Yeah. Damn. Anyway. Um, I'm just gonna jump around a little bit. Canadian Latina. God damn. Hell yeah. 
Um, um, Drew McIntyre defeated Happy Corbin. Yes, he just creamed, guys. Yes, uh, a little bit. <laughs> Yes. Drew McIntyre defeated Happy Corbin. This was a boring match. It I was. I mean, a couple on there came out of nowhere. It wasn't that court that Drew was the first person to kick out of end of this. Who cares? It was a. It, 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 acting it like was this a, is the one winged angel. But it was. It, but it wasn't even built up to that shit. But it was a protected move, though. Who like, the nobody fuck ever kicked out of it. Baron Corbin's move. Who the fuck cares? I like, love that day. I love the way that move. That move. But was who so cares? Good. I don't care. Like the first person to kick out. Like who cares? Like they were fucking legit. Like journalists tweeting that shit. Like are you fucking? Ki- who cares? It's Baron Happy Corbin. For fuck's sakes. I will say this though. I forgot Drew McIntyre how good he is. At one point he did do a dive over the top rope. Like yeah. That, that I forgot. I always forget that man. They look like they live their best life, too. They really are. You know what? They really are. Yeah. They're out there. They're wrestling each other. They're kicking the shit out of each other. Yeah. Then they're going home happy to their beautiful yeah. home. They are living their best life. Yeah. We can only hope to live the best life that they have. Yeah. Before we go, after this, we got some, a couple of things that we totally forgot to talk about. Um, Next what? up, the Mysterios what? were defeated by the Miz and Logan Paul. Um... The main thing that I took from this was Logan Paul was very impressive. He was. Um, the rest of the, sh- the show was just... I didn't, I didn't care. The match, rather, not the show. Yeah. The match was... But Logan Paul, the guy is definitely going to get invited back. Yeah, He's definitely he one good. of my top three celebrities that, that wrestled. Yeah, it was surprising how good he was. Um, he's the... the I don't know, it was Logan Paul, right? Yeah. Not the other one? Bad, um, the other one's Bad Bunny. No, I was talking about the Logans. There's Logan Paul and there's Jake Paul. No, this is Logan Paul. Yeah. Jake Paul's the one that's like a legit boxer or something like that. Yeah. And he's someone who tried to be a boxer. I don't know. They're annoying. But here, I got to say, he was impressive. I got I to gotta say. He should have been the one wearing the uh, Gringos Locos gear that um, Dominic wore. Would have made more sense for him. Right. Instead of um, Dominic wearing the the, the, Ed, the Eddie Guerrero gimmick. Yeah. yeah. Since he was the one doing the fucking moves and shit, just let him fucking wear the suit. It would have been more of a troll thing to do. And I like that Logan Paul did the Three Amigos. Mm-hmm. He did the frog splash. Yeah, he I'm got like, super heat for it, too. Hell yeah. And then Miz turned on him after they won. Yeah, what the fuck I don't know that? if that's a heel move or did he did he just do a heel move or did he just turn face? So I'm like, I don't know. And the... So what the fuck? So all this that led up to this with the Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio was to build up to this feud between Miz and Logan Paul. I have no idea. So Rey Mysterio was an afterthought. Yep. Rey Mysterio. I hate this fucking company. I think I think I feel I guess I'm running. If Ray this Mysteri- continues, it looks like it's going to continue. I guess the only thing Ray Mysterio cares about now is helping his son. This didn't help his son. His son is garbage. He should be. He should have been in NXT yeah. from day one. I'll say one thing. There was he had one match on NXT and it looked good. I'll say that in NXT he looked good. See, I but, said back then. Remember when 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 Dominic first debuted, he feuded with Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. After Seth beat him, he should have went to NXT. Yeah. And then came back. You know, I'm back. I'm better now. Yeah. But they but, just kept him around and they just fucked up. Yeah, and th- he sucked here. I didn't like what anything he did. Um, but I just, I, I just don't like the idea that Rey Mysterio is 
an afterthought to to a feud with Miz and Logan Paul. Yeah. Fucking kidding me. Alright, next up. So Seth Rollins came out for his mystery opponent. I would say this is where the show picked up for me. Yes. Like the show I would say WrestleMania was great. WrestleMania and, and it could have been more of a victim of low expectations, you know? But um, but from here I will on, say it, this. it picked up. Well, we give WWE a lot of shit, but the second half of the show was a, was a, was really good. Yeah. Like they, they for some reason they stepped it up in the second half of the show, and it, it never let down. So anyway, I don't know what order this all happened in. Something's going random. So Seth came out for his mystery opponent. Mm-hmm. I swore I was I was gonna text you. I'm like, he's not gonna have an opponent. They're just trolling him. Vince just fucked with him because he made a big issue out of him. He should have. She, she, what was it that Vince said when he was caught? He should have. He should have been like, "Come out of here, you rapist!" <laughs> that was something Vince said. He was waiting for someone to come. Out. So anyway, so the match. So so Seth is out there. He's waiting. He's waiting. He's waiting. Lights start going out, and you hear it. Yeah. In wrestling, there's, there's more than one world family, and they brought Cody Rhodes in. AEW Cody Rhodes. Yeah. They brought him in the way he was. They didn't change a thing about him. Yeah. He he fought for that. Well, not fought for that. Like back, he asked I, I for know, that, and, and um, a lot Vince, of people backstage fought for it. For yeah, well, Vince for, said, for him. like he met with Vince. Like Vince flew out and to, to wherever he lives. Um, and he said he he asked for that. He's like like listen, I want to be who everything my presentation. I want this to right. be. And Vince said, well, that's what I'm paying for. You know. You know, I want the Cody Rhodes. I don't want to change anything. So, that's what they got. So, I'm glad. And he he came out. The first thing he did when he walked up to the ring, he kissed the ring post. Like, he had that was the look that somebody who's been stranded on, on a ship for a month, they kiss land. Mm-hmm. Like, he was home. Yeah. And the match delivered. I, I, I'm, I'm on the low end for the no, match. it delivered. It, uh, it had a great um, closing stretch. The, everything before that was boring. No, I don't think so. It was. It was just a bunch of rest holds and shit like that. And then, and then it picked up. You know, after when they started doing all the kickouts and shit like I that. I feel like it, I feel like that the, maybe the beginning of the match was more like them just feeling each other out a little bit because they've never wrestled before. The last time they wrestled was I don't care. It was a boring match. <laughs> like the nah, first half was boring. Nah, like it, so. it was. Like it just was. Um, but the 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 closing stretch was what picked up, and then I was excited and. Um, and Co- you know, the right thing, Cody got the win, which is the right thing. Seth winning would have done nothing for him. Yeah. Seth losing doesn't hurt him at all. Look, Seth is not even an option. Like, it's not even an option for Seth to win. It would have been completely fucking stupid. Right. Um, so Cody went, you know, now the American Nightmare came out full, though. They used his t-shirt, that Pharaoh one, that's where yeah. your name came from. Yeah. And at one point during the match... Seth looks at Cody and goes, Welcome welcome back to the big times, bitch. Mm-hmm. I was like, That's awesome. That's hilarious. Right. And my throne breaking name came from an interview Cody did after the match. Yeah. In the back, calling himself the throne breaker. Yeah. Well, th- that was what um Seth called himself. Right. Oh, it's right, yeah. yeah. And that's what he was talking about. But also, right. when them, also remember Cody's first pay per view, he broke the he throne broke with the, the hammer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I liked during the match too, at one point Cody looked at the credit of the Stardust thing. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and they now to say oh he's breaking that character yeah. you know he's showing he's he's de- he's deleting that he's basically deleting that character yeah. showing that I didn't forget who I was I don't want you to, basically I don't want you guys to think that I'm going to pretend that that would never happen 
but he doesn't exist anymore. I love that. That was awesome that they did that. Yeah. All right, so next up, I think I skipped the match somewhere. I think I put him out of order. Uh, um, but yeah, so uh, Cody wins. Right. Um, and he kisses the ground and stuff like that. Which was cool. Yeah. And uh, what was next? Go ahead. Uh, Beck, Bianca Belair defeated Becky Lynch for the Rollins Championship. Phenomenal match. Holy crap, this match was good. Yeah, this was great. Um, uh, oh, I, I the uh, Seth match. I give a uh, three and a half. I went, I went four and um, a quarter. Uh, I went four and a quarter for this one. I went four and a half for this one, actually. Um, but yeah. But uh, yeah, Don't I love this match. He did. He's just, all he does is come out and then leaves. Oh. Um, so this, it could have been anyone. <laughs> this is true. It could be anyone under that mask. We don't know it's him. Yeah. But, um, we talk about it all the time. It could be anyone. Yeah. Um, this match was phenomenal. Yeah, it was, it was a great They match. screwed with us early in the match. Becky did her, that, and the way she beat Bianca yeah. at SummerSlam, she did the same move again. Yeah. It made you think that was going to happen again. No, I mean, it, it's, it's called a callback. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, call, it was, I, thought, I couldn't think of the word. It was a callback. Yeah, yeah it was a good callback um, to make us be like, oh, these motherfuckers. Because they could have. Like, it's, it would have been a WWE thing to do. Yeah. Um, but they didn't. They had, like, a legit match. And uh, it rocked. I thought it was awesome. Um, she, uh, what's her face? Uh, Becky looks like she's from V now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with her new gear and shit like that. I mean, I don't think that's her forever gear. That's probably just for this show. But uh, yeah, I, th- I thought it rocked. I thought it, it rocked. It, it, it was um, it was just amazing. Like I think I posted a picture on the Facebook page when she won the title last year at WrestleMania. She had that look on her face of joy. Mm-hmm. The picture this year when she won it was like, "I'm this is me." Like the first one was, "I can't believe no, I can't believe this is happening." Now it's like, "Believe this." Yeah, I mean that's the I guess my only gripe is the they put it on. I I knew she was gonna win, and that's not what I had a problem with knowing that. It's just that. Like, like I don't think you could put the, I forgot the expression, but like, she she's still not ready, you know? <laughs> like she wasn't ready then, like I said, and she's still not ready now. I don't believe that. She's not. She's not over, you know. Like, don't get me wrong. Th- there were moments, especially that last, like that when she got fucking Becky on her shoulders for that last from kiss of death, the fucking crowd exploded. I was like, holy shit. They they worked the, the the story really good, like to the point when 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 she got that final kiss of death moment when she got her on her shoulders to do the kiss of death the crowd exploded they knew it was about to happen and she was gonna get crowned, but the the whole story like she she's been up until now she's just lost get a whole bunch of losses on TV visually you know until Survivor Series and then she won that and then she won. The Royal Rumble. And that's it. You know, uh, the the whole story with uh, Becky Lynch was that she turned heel because the the fans turned on her, right? Right. The fans hate her. If you go, if you listen to the fans, uh, they're cheering for her. You know, <laughs> and, and it's it's that way on TV. It's that way in the house shows that they do. That, but the, the the fans turned on her like they like it's a dumb gimmick. You know, they cheer for her more than they cheer for uh, Bianca, you know? So, I just don't think they're going to be able to... I forget, there's an expression for it, and I can't think of it now, but... Not genie back in the bottle. I guess toothpaste back in the bottle, in the, the container, whatever. But, 
yeah, it's just, I don't think she's ready. I mean, uh, hopefully, they treat her better than they did the last run. Um, but I really don't think it's re she's ready for it yet. Um, but uh, what's next? Um, was the other one? It was weird that both women's championship matches on the same night. Because they got the the the, the bigger match, so they're going. They're only going to have one world title. Yeah, on that other on on both these shows. So I guess they they filled out one show with the yeah. both titles. So anyway, um, Charlotte defeated Ronda Rousey to retain the women's championship. Yeah. Um, this match got weird. It got weird and it got messy and dirty. <laughs> yeah, there was a couple of times where Charlotte kind of popped the boob. Yeah, and Peacock didn't notice it right away. They noticed it after the second time, and the yeah. screen went blank. I'm like, I'm watching. I'm like, because during the match, the first, the first time I noticed that she was in the corner, I think we both noticed it at the same time. Yeah. Well, like, I'm like, am I seeing that right? It's like, is that titty? I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> maybe it was just a hair. I, I didn't. Then the screen went blank. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? I'm like, fucking peacock. Is this Foxy boxing? I'm like, no, <laughs> no. When the screen went blank twice, I'm like, fucking peacock. Uh, and then I read, oh, okay, that's what happened. Yeah, match was okay. Match was good. I liked it. Uh, it wasn't great. It was very sloppy. Um, but there's an intensity with Ronda Rousey's big matches, you know. Um, but the problem is, I, I it should have been faster than what this was, and shouldn't lead into more. I feel like this is just gonna lead into more, you know. Like these two obviously did not have chemistry with each other. You know, with the whole build to this story right. and the, the, the promos they, they did, it was obviously not an over story. But it, like, did like I would not book this to be a long match, and I would not have booked it to continue after. You know, uh, but you know, it's WWE. Yeah. And then the quote unquote main event, Kevin O. That excuse me. Kevin Owens at the Kevin Owens show. No, this was the main event, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, and his guest was Steve Austin. So Steve Austin comes out to a, to a pop. There's one of WWE's problems. They can't create new stars. So the only people that get the biggest pops are their old stars. Hmm. That's the problem. Yeah. So Austin came out. And Kevin Owens gets him in the ring. Steve Austin destroys the little bit, the little set that he has going on. Kevin Owens saying, I didn't come, I didn't come out here for an interview. I came out here to challenge you. So they ended up having a no hold board match. It went almost twenty minutes. I I thought it was good. Like he didn't seem like someone that was rusty. You know, like, there were parts where you know he can't move his legs as much as good, but he didn't. He doesn't feel like someone like I like Kevin Owens didn't have to be gentle with him. You know, right? Like he was throwing him around and stuff like that. You know, this didn't feel like. Um, if you watch that Onita match, Onita looks like someone like you gotta be gentle with him, you know. But this feels like Sting, like you know, Sting is fucking out there working hard, and this felt like him doing a Sting, you know, going out there working hard, doing suplexes, taking suplexes, bumping and shit. What makes this more impressive yeah. than Sting is the fact that he hasn't wrestled in 19 years and he had to retire because of an injury. Yeah, like Sting never. Well, really I'm, not had... I'm not comparing like that. I'm just saying like this. Like Sting looks like someone who's wrestling. Like, he's not slow. He's not tired. I'm not trying to say who's better or not. I don't, I don't right. care about that. But I'm saying, like, it's, it's just... Sting doesn't look like someone who's slow. You know, like, he has to crawl to you and then take a soft bump and shit like that. He's taking hard bumps. Same thing here. This dude is taking hard bumps. You know? 
Yeah, and 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 it was impressive, and it, I think that was part of. I didn't think this was gonna happen. I I figured it was gonna lead to a match for today. You know, right? As we're listening, this is we're, we're recording this Sunday. Uh, I thought it was gonna be like they were gonna have an argument, a pull apart, and then they'll set up a match for night two of WrestleMania, and they'll have a legit match. Um, but apparently, this was something like he didn't want to promote this as a match. You know, which makes sense because you don't want people to get their hopes high or expectations high. Right. And then he doesn't deliver. Keep their expectations low, and and and, and he looks fucking awesome. You know. What What was cool about this? Steve Austin's first match ever was in Texas, mm-hmm. in Dallas. His last match ever was in Dallas. Yeah. He kind of bookended his career. Yeah. Which was a nice ending. So tonight's WrestleMania, as as you, you're listening to this, it all happened already. We're getting ready to watch it in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to watch it in a couple of days. A couple of things we didn't talk about that we need to talk about. First is Big E. Oh, his, bro- his broken neck. During a match a few weeks ago against um, Rich Holland, involving Rich Holland, Rich Holland went for a backdrop. Yeah, the belly belly backdrop. Belly belly suplex. And and uh, Biggie just landed bad and broke his neck. Mm-hmm. It's one of those injuries that he had come out and said he came out and said later that he very well could have died mm-hmm. or been paralyzed. He was very lucky, mm-hmm. and he put out a bunch of videos. That he put out a, a, um, a YouTube video while he was in the hospital, and another one later. Yeah. And uh, I gotta say, I wanted to aspire to be as happy as he is, to be as hopeful as he is. That's something that I will never get. get that, that's a level of happiness I will never achieve. Yeah. And also, to take, to take the time to be like, hey, everyone, I'm all right. You know? Look, see? I'm yeah. all good. You, know, you, know, you don't have to worry about me. I'm fine. Yeah. And the fact that he's so hopeful for the future, yeah. I want to aspire, aspire to that, man. Yeah. And the second one, Scott Hall. Oh, yeah, yeah. God. Came out a few weeks ago that he had to have... It's a common hip surgery. Everybody gets, happens a thousand times. Yeah, that story years. is so sad. Yeah. So during the surgery, he got a blood clot yeah. that went into his heart. He had three heart attacks that Thursday night. And was placed in a medical and went into a coma. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody was sure that he was going to die. Now they called his family. They pulled the plug Sunday morning or Saturday morning. Or it's a Friday one. I don't remember now. He survived for six hours. People are like the longer he wait, the longer he lives, the more chance he has of coming out of it. Yeah. It wasn't meant to be. Yeah. That is just sad. It's even sadder, like, cause, like, um, you heard about the stuff before, like, you know, when he broke his hip. No. He was he broke his hip and he was on the floor for days. Cause he lives alone, so he was on the floor for days with this broken hip. And it wasn't until um. Diamond Dallas Page did like a wellness check. She went to his house to check on him and found him on the fucking floor. Jesus. You know, and then, and then that's when they, you know, they went to the surgery and all that shit. And then that's what happened. Wow, I didn't you know? know that. Yeah, because he, unfortunately, like he, because of the, the pandemic and whatnot, he went into a depression and he would relapse on his, you know. His addictions. His addictions. You know, and, um, so. Yeah, that it was, it's so fucking sad. And then he was alone for days. 
with his broken hip on and lying on the floor of his bedroom until Diamond Dallas Page found him and got him out. Yeah. yeah. It's sad. It's really fucking sad. The only thing I would say is that, like, yeah, he he gave in to his demons and all, but he always went back. And I, the, the, the thing I take from that is that he knew that the man on the other side was better yeah. than the demon that he's listening to, you know? And, uh, and he fought constantly to try to be that. You know? And I think that's something to take away from it. You know, but he knew there was a better way. Now, there's a saying with addicts. Um, you, you can't force an addict to get better. Hmm. You just can't. An addict will only get better when they hit rock bottom. That's the only way they will get better. My parents, as I've talked about on the show, maybe not on this show, more on the other show, both my parents were addicts. Hmm. Alcohol, drugs, whatnot. My father hit rock bottom. My father was hit by a car while visiting me in the hospital. When I almost died with my mother, who was high while he was driving, almost got us killed. So my dad visiting me in the hospital, got hit by a car leaving the hospital, and that was his, because he was drunk when he came to see me, that was his... Wake up, go to get clean. He was they, he detoxed in the hospital. I, I don't know, I don't know. He probably felt that this was my chance. My mother never hit that moment. Mm. My mother was my mother was belt was functioning enough, and she could live her life while still battling her addiction. So, you have to hit rock bottom. I think Nash did hit. I mean, Cole Scott Hall mm. Scott did hit rock bottom. The problem is those demons are one of, sometimes those those voices in your head are so loud mm. that you can't fight them. Well yeah, the pandemic did him in, apparently. Like he was alone two years by himself and no one to let like he was like that shit did him in, you know. But um but yeah. It's rest just, in rest in power. I mean he, he changed wrestling. Yeah. I mean he formed the NWO which was a which was a precursor to Bullet Club. Oh my god, I never aired it. Um, wow. I recorded a solo episode where I talked about uh, Scott Hall. But uh, but yeah, continue what you were saying. I'm sorry. But I never aired it. Yeah, I never he aired. changed wrestling. Yeah. The NWO was 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 the inspiration for the Aces and Eights, which mm. was the inspiration for Bullet Club. Mm. You know. He's the reason why ladder matches are as popular as they are. Mm. His ladder matches with Shawn Michaels is legendary. Yeah. Like, for NWO, like, he, for me, was the most important of that group. Yeah, I I, 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 I understand, like, Hogan was probably bigger, and Kevin Nash was probably, those were probably one and two in in sense of, like, right. who was the bigger wrestlers. But you don't have NWO without Scott Hall. No, he I was mean. he was the charisma of that group, you know. Yeah. And um, I I first knew him, of course, as Razor. Right. Razor Ramon, the Scarface, the bad guy, Scarface ripoff. Yeah. And um, apparently, apparently, Vince didn't even know that. When when they why does that not why does that it doesn't, not surprise right? me? It doesn't. Um, I remember Scott Hall. I'm a little older than you. So I remember Scott Hall in the AWA. Diamond Stud. Shut up. Yeah, that, no, before that. Oh. He was Scott Hall in the AWA. Okay. He teamed up with um, Kurt Enning. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Was he, he was the diamond stud in WCW. When he went from the AWA to end up to WCW, he became the diamond stud. Was he in Magnum something? Huh? Was he in Magnum something? No. Um. Both of them. Continue though. Um. Yes, I remember him going before Razor Ramon. Yeah. Now I teamed up with Kurt Henning. You know, another another great legend we lost way too early. But yeah, it sucks, man. He changed. He, and from what I understand from a lot of people's stuff I read, people loved him. He wasn't one of those old legends that people just can't stand anymore. People loved him. I heard he had a great sense of humor. Yeah. No, I know, I know Kevin Nash is heartbroken because that was like his best friend ever. It just sucks, man. And old wrestling, ever since he died... Every once in a while you watch a wrestling show, you'll see a tribute to him somewhere. Yeah. No, yeah. whether it's the outfit or the mannerisms. Yeah. Something they just think over I forgot what show it was over the weekend with a fake toothpick. Yeah. Um Rich Swan did it. Yeah. On that the was Impact Rich Swan. show. He did the whole you know, yeah, the, yeah. the whole beat the, the shaking chest thumbs yeah. and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And then he did he did the the toothpick thing to um uh to, um Bay, Chris Bay. Yeah. And then um uh, Britt Baker wore a suit that had the the drip uh, right. costume on. Um, FTR's wearing wearing NWO inspired gear. They've been wearing it for a couple weeks now. Yeah. Although Ring of Honor, they wore Ring of Honor inspired gear. The FTR wearing the font of the old F, the Ring of Honor. Oh, yeah, with the red behind the black. Yep, that was cool. Well, I was wondering. I was wondering why it looked familiar to me. I was yeah. like, why does that look familiar? Yeah. Now they're the six. Oh, anyway. Um, but um, yeah, it, it sucks, man. No, our here, you know, people, the wrestlers that we go, you got, you know, wrestlers back then in the eighties and their nineties, mm-hmm. they didn't treat their, they didn't treat their bodies the way the wrestlers do now. Yeah. You know, in twenty years, somebody like Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, they're gonna look almost as good as they look now because they treat their bodies right. Mm-hmm. You know, look at people like the Nasty Boys, Hogan, Beefcake. They don't, they, they, they look like broke. They're broken down. Yeah. Because they treated their bodies like amusement parks, basically. <laughs> the wrestlers today treat it like temples. Yeah. They treat their bodies the way they get out of their bodies. They put into they get they they feel like they get they're gonna get out of their bodies what they put into them. Yeah. You know that's why somebody like somebody wrestled like 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 um Shinsuke um Minori Suzuki. He's still wrestling at fifty four. Yeah. Cause he treats his body right. PCO is fifty one. Look what he does to his body. Yeah. Jesus Christ that man's gonna kill him someone <laughs> holy crap even CM Punk kept his body in really good shape and he's yeah. 43 44 yeah, uh, no I think he's 41 no I think he's a little older than that. I think he's a little older I'm not sure but um if I gotta say like he took that couple of years off to do MMA right CM Punk yeah and I'm grateful for that like his masters are great now I think it's because of that MMA training. 43. <laughs> 43. 43. Okay. Um, but yeah. So let, let's try to wrap it up. Definitely. Uh, real quick. Cody and WWE. What's your take? Alright. If. They introduced them just right. They, it was the perfect introduction. This. Is a litmus test for WWE. And this will determine a lot of things. If WWE treats Cody right going forward mm-hmm. and they don't screw this up, 
and they treat him like a superstar. You're going to see a lot of wrestlers in AEW whose contracts are up. Cody might get in their ear a little bit. You know, you come here, you know, we'll, we'll take, you know, you'll be a star here. Because WWE's still the biggest wrestling company in the world. Well, the thing is with that, like, these young wrestlers would be comparing themselves to Cody. <laughs> no, um, I said Cody will get in your rear. He goes, you come here. You well, yeah, of course. Like, what this creates is, a, is leverage. Like, it, this is good for wrestling. Yeah. Because wrestlers will now be getting paid what they should be getting paid. Look at the MJF thing. Yeah, exactly. MJF is playing the field, man. He no, He's not stupid. You know? Whether he goes to AEW or Ring um Ring on uh, AEW or um WWE, why that was so hard to get out? It he's gonna get what he get once, you know. He's gonna get paid off. He's he's telling the truth when he when he, in twenty twenty four, he's gonna be get paid phenomenal amount, amounts of money. Whether from Tony Khan or Vince McMahon, either either one, yeah, he's gonna be getting a lot of fucking money. That's not a joke. Yeah. Um. No, when FTR's contracts are up, maybe they'll go back. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. You know, how if WWE treats Cody right, this changes the landscape. It does, because up till now, the you know the, the WWE's reputation was if you're a great guy on the indie circuit, you go to WWE, you're probably gonna get ruined. But the thing is, it just can't be Cody. I'm saying they have to treat the whole company right. If Cody's a success, yay! But if all the other wrestlers aren't, you know, like. What the fuck? You know? Cody's not like some... He's already a success. Cody is technically an indictment on WWE. You know? They really shouldn't be celebrating, you know, that he's back as a celebrity when he could have been a celebrity from them instead of leaving, becoming a star, and then coming back a star. You know? He isn't a star because of WWE. He's a star because he left, became a star, created a company with his friends, and beat WWE, came back, He's not, like I've said this before, he's not coming back to WWE with his tail, that's cool, yeah. uh, between his legs. He's coming back a fucking star to this company, you know? Real quick, watch WrestleMania, just put it on, yeah. and open up with Triple H coming out, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. So, to the game music, with the old video trying everything, trying everything. Yeah. But let's wrap this up. So, but but my, my thing is, like, I don't think, like, he's, he's not coming back a loser. He's not coming back with his tail between his legs. He's coming back a winner, you know? So... Any wrestler who isn't a big success can't compare themselves to Cody, you know? Um, but it does give a lot of leverage. It does. You know? And then that's great because now these wrestlers are going to have to think and then they can use WWE as leverage. And it's, a, it's an old story. Like, Rennie Orton has done it before. Every time Rennie Orton's contract is up, he brings up other companies. Like, yeah, I'll go to AEW, blah, blah, blah. I want to wrestle this guy in AEW. And then all of a sudden he shuts up and he we find out that he just re-signed with WWE, you know? What do you think that is? He got a lot of fucking money. You know? And not for nothing, this man needs to be in charge. Trips? Yeah. I, I guess. I mean, supposedly he's the guy up who came up with the Alexa Bliss idea. <laughs> Look, knocks him down a little bit. <laughs> Here, here's the problem. Here's the thing, though. Oh, those kids. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Everybody comes up with bad ideas. The problem, he came up with it, but then he gave it to Vince McMahon, and Vince McMahon just... I'm sure whatever he, idea he had would have worked. I think Vince McMahon just fucked it up. Yeah. Like whatever whatever creative process Vince McMahon has screwed up. The idea was probably good. Hmm. The idea was probably solid. I don't think so. I think so. The the Alexa Bliss 
ghost story thing? No. The playground shit? That that was him. <laughs> Sorry, no. They can't all have be good ideas, buddy. Sorry. But that was a bad one. <laughs> every bad idea he had, he has great ideas. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was the reason NXT was as good as it was until Vince McMahon got his paws on it. Dude, we're still going through COVID. I mean, we can't be going through that. We can't be doing that. <laughs> so let's wrap this bad boy up. All right, wrap it up. Um, no new show next week. We are going to get a couple of solos out there for you guys. Yeah. So yeah, we'll head one and you're definitely not getting a show next week. Yeah. But like I said, we will have some solo shows for you guys. Two, maybe three. Yeah. We'll see what we can do for you. Yep. All right, so we out of here. Top guys out. Two, three.